Welcome to episode 158 of Vegas Revealed. More and more people have been splurging to see Adele, what they're saying about the show. I just felt like this is the ticket to get, like the hottest ticket in town. And a warning from the Las Vegas airport, what you need to know in order to avoid long wait times. A few restaurant bars you may want to check out and where to go and sip some bubbly and make cocktail-inspired candles here in Vegas. Plus a new airline for Canadians coming to our city and how you can book a vehicle for free during the month of March. There is a lot to talk about this week on Vegas Revealed. But first, have you downloaded the Vegas Near Me app yet? That is the big question. It is a must-have if you live in Las Vegas or you plan to visit here. And it's now available in both the Apple App Store and on Google Play. If you have a hard time finding your way around our resorts, don't worry. You can find maps of the property within the app. Also, find out how much they're charging for parking so you can plan ahead. Even book an Uber right within the app. Think of Vegas Near Me as a concierge in your pocket. When you open the app, you're going to find more than 16,000 Las Vegas businesses and activities. There are tons of detailed videos, blogs, and information right inside the app. And it's accurate and up to date. That's the best part. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we provide in our show notes and download it to your phone now for free. Instead of reviews, Vegas Near Me has compiled thousands of Las Vegas-related YouTube channels and podcasts like Vegas Revealed so you can hear about and see real-life experiences at the places you're searching. You watch and listen all inside the app. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's get to it now and spin that wheel. Welcome, everyone, to episode 158 of Vegas Revealed. Dana Roselli here, along with Sean McAllister. Yes, we have had another snowy week in Las Vegas. We keep saying it. I think this is the most snow we've had, like, regularly in many years. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember it snowing this many times Mm-mm. in a in a winter season. Usually it's, like, maybe once. right occasionally twice just to have flurries, but there's been a handful of times now we've had big chunky flakes falling out of the sky. I know, which is so rare. You know, it doesn't usually stick on the ground, but once it clears, like the clouds clear, it's just all up in the mountains. It's absolutely gorgeous, really. blue skies it is. And one good thing about the snow, uh, I just saw a newspaper article saying that the snowpack in the Rockies Mm -hmm. is, they're projecting it to be enough to hold Lake Mead's water levels steady for at least the near future. Yeah. So that's good. We'll take steady, right? Absolutely. That's better than, gosh, it keeps going down and down. Yeah. We need the rain. We need the snow, all of it. So even though it's, you know, hasn't been the, the most pleasant weather winter, I guess, in Las Vegas, it's beneficial. Let's put it that way. (laughs) It is, but we're ready for spring and summer. Oh yeah. Big time. (laughs) Hey, I saw this tram closure happening at our airport and I thought we have a lot of people that visit Las Vegas that listen to us that come in from other countries around the country. And this would be kind of a good warning for folks that are going to LAS, the Harry Reid airport here in Las Vegas. Um, one of the trams is like getting some maintenance 
And we say the tram, it's like from when you go through security, you go from the main Terminal 1 building to like the D gate. Right. It transports you between the gates after you get through the security checkpoint. Um, yeah, I, there usually is. I mean, people end up, you get a crowd waiting for mm-hmm. the trams just on a normal day. Yeah. And, you know, when a bunch of flights let off at the same time, you could be looking at a, quite a lengthy delay mm-hmm. with one of the trams now out of service. Yeah, so it said, because I thought maybe it would just be a few days, but so Terminal 1, the tram there to the D gates, um, is going to be reduced to one tram. And this is apparently going to take several weeks. So we can expect congestion for sure. We can expect longer waits at the tram stations. Um, Need to allow more time if you're going to that D concourse. So check when you book your flight, see what concourse you're on. If you're going to D, you need to build in some more time for sure. But we also have a little trick around it, don't we? We do. So (laughs) this is the blue line tram that is being taken out of service. Here's the workaround, though. If you're flying on Delta, American, or Advanced Airlines, we didn't know about Advanced Airlines. We just heard it. it through this uh, warning here. Uh, You can actually save time and check in over at Terminal 3, go through security there, and then take the red line tram to the D gates to catch your flight. So normally you would check in at Terminal 1. The airport officials are now suggesting you check in at Terminal 3, that's the new terminal, and use the red line tram to get over to your gate. So that could be something that saves a lot of time, uh, frustration, and headache. Yeah, to get out or whatever. But I did notice it says no bags to check, question mark. So you can't check bags at Terminal 3. At Terminal 3, right. So if you're Delta American, so you got to, so prepare ahead, like with giving you this tip, find a way around it. Yeah. Don't check bags. (laughs) Another note that could uh, cost you some time, there are also... Uh, renovation projects going on at the parking structure mm-hmm. over at Terminal 1. So a lot of the long-term parking, um, it's very limited over at that garage, if any at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the last two times that I've flown within the past month and a half, uh, we've had to park in the economy lot and take the bus shuttle mm-hmm. back to the terminal. Um which I think it's maybe $12 a day right. to go to the economy lot. Yeah. And the shuttles run pretty regularly, so it wasn't a big deal you know, for mm-hmm. our travel plans. But we also knew going in that yeah. we were going to need to go to the economy lot, so we added in a little extra time. So. Sure, but that shuttle can be a real pain. I'm just going to say it. It can, <laughs> it can. Like, I avoid it completely now. I just Uber, taxi, it all comes out, like, to be cheaper anyway, but I totally get it. Like, and I think because you're going with someone, but, like, me going alone, like, the bags and waiting for the shuttle and pulling right, it up right. and going, and then it's like, I just want to get dropped off in front of the... <laughs> terminal. You know what I mean? But, um, and you do have to add in and like my friend, you know, she's got kids, she travels a lot and like, she's the same thing. She gets frustrated because she's like, it is a process when you've got children and all that. So, I mean, it is simple. They make it as easy as possible and you're right. It's definitely affordable, but, um, it's kind of a pain if you can't go right in the garage or yeah, yeah, it know. is. But, but hopefully, whatever project they're doing with the parking is going to alleviate a lot of that once they're done. Yeah. So, so I saw someone comment the other day, like, when, like, we're going to need an airport just like major expansion at some point here. 
And well, I thought it was interesting. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're probably right. I, I think there was a, a report recently that said by 2037, Las Vegas is going to need, like it be in desperate need of a new airport, a new mm. major airport, mm. because it won't be able to handle the the traffic that's projected right. um, at that point in time. So I know that there have been talks about a second airport. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing set in stone about that. Right. Though. I was just thinking, how old am I going to be in 2037? <laughs> oh, God. I did. Was that 15 that's years 14 from now? years. 15, 14, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we, nobody needs to know the answer to that. <laughs> But I, at first, when you we'll said that... We'll cross that bridge if yeah. we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> at first, when you said that, which 2037 is not that far away, but I started to think, will I still be alive? Yes, I will still be alive. We hope. Fingers not, crossed. I've had a great life. If all goes well. <laughs> all right. Well, just sticking with the airport theme, we wanted to mention this. We have a lot of listeners from Canada. Hey, Canada. What up? Um, we have a new airline called Lynx Airline. And see, we need to expand. Um, on February 24th, um, Lynx actually added Las Vegas to their network. Um, so it's a much awaited, you know, flight that everyone's kind of been hoping for. And it's from Calgary to Las Vegas. Um, so they now have this flight. They did this big inaugural flight. Of course, they had showgirls there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out on the tarmac. Big, to make a big splash. Yep. Always fun. But um, we're excited to have Lynx carrying now our friends in Calgary over to Las Vegas and back. So enjoy, because we know we have a lot of people in Canada that love to visit us. Yeah, and I bet uh, Lynx will have some special deals, especially corresponding to uh, the Golden Knights games. Mm, when true. Calgary's playing down here. Very true. That's a good point. Hey, we wanted to go over just a couple bars we went to recently. Um, we've actually had just like some some friend catch-ups. We've had some businessy kind of things. And we thought, you know, there are some good, ho- well, not even, there are some good restaurant bars. There are. Because sometimes you think about like, I'm going to go to a bar, but there are like a lot of restaurants that have a bar area that like it's definitely worth going to. But and you and I both recently went to a few. Yeah, and I, I think what I forgot is how much I love sitting at the bar w- and when I go to a restaurant, almost more than sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if there's not like a big group of you, if it's just like a couple seats at the bar, mm-hmm. or if you just go alone and you're sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, you chat up the the bartenders. A lot of times, there's a full restaurant menu available at the bar and you get a lot more attention from the servers i think you when do. you sit at the bar i agree you're right we had some great espresso martinis at rpm inside the oh, forum shops those were delicious right they really were we met up with some friends there that were in town from los angeles it was great though but what a great bar area at rpm i mean we didn't eat um our friends were going to eat but it just I don't know. I love the colors in there, the black and white and the lighting and the bartender was great. And it it just was a really nice area to just kind of hang. And it's not super crammed in there. I know in some bars that you go to that are inside of a restaurant, like the bar space isn't given the amount of room that you might want. There might be tables really close behind Mm -hmm. you. Um, That's not the case. At RPM, it has its own dedicated bar area, and it is. It's really nice. Highly uh, recommend going there. And then, Dana, I know the other night you ended up 
going to a, a different bar for uh, dinner. Yeah, a steakhouse, in fact. I haven't been to the new one steakhouse at Virgin. Um, Virgin is the old hard rock just off the strip. Uh, there's a lot of restaurants in there, but my friend, John, who works for the review journal, um, we've talked about John Kesselmedes many times. Uh, he said, Hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Let's meet up. Why don't we go to, um, eat at the bar area of one steakhouse? Cause he said, the bartenders are great. I know so-and-so over there, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we went and it was great. First of all, they have a really great kind of ceiling decoration going on, which is beautiful when you walk in. It's a beautiful steakhouse, but the bar area is nice too. John and I sat at the bar and it was great because we really just caught up. Um, actually, we didn't even drink. We ate. Like I had a Diet Coke. He had like a fizzy water, but we got food. And let me tell you, the rig, um, what was it? Short rib rigatoni. It's a side. It was, enough, amazing. Uh, it was enough for a meal. I actually posted it on Twitter and people were like, where, when, how, like that looks so good. I'm like, I know it was. And then I had like a tomato and burrata salad too, which was delicious. I mean, the food was so good. I can't even say enough about it. It was delicious. Well, and I've heard a lot of great things about One Steakhouse. I haven't been over there yet, but I'm, I'm glad that you did. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'll definitely be back. But again, the bar area, you don't have to go. You can just go and eat in there. You know, if you just want a little bit more of a casual vibe, you don't want to go sit at a table in the main dining room. So another good spot. Um, that one off the strip. And then you went over to the Nomad Bar after a Golden Knights game recently, and you said, hey, I forgot about this place. And I was like, gosh, I did too because I haven't been there in ages, but it is a good bar. Oh, it was great. So uh, some friends have season tickets to the Golden Knights, and not all of their seats were full, so they called up. They said, hey, do you guys want to go? Super last minute. We were like, yeah, sure, why not? After the game... It went to shootout. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I always forget about the excitement level inside Golden Knights games. Great. Like, it really does give you chills. Anyway, after the game, uh, we went back over to Nomad and went into the Nomad bar. And I don't think I had ever been in there. I'd been to the library, mm-hmm. which is kind of across the, the hallway there. Um, that's where Brian Newman performs his late night show. Um but I'd never been into the Nomad Bar where they have in the evenings, it's like a piano bar. Yeah. You put your request in, you tip the the piano guy, and it is a classy environment in there, but it's not pretentious. Mm-hmm. Like people were coming in in their Golden Knights jerseys after the game. Uh, you know, people were singing along to the music, having a great time. And the food there was really good too. Yeah. They have a good menu. Um, yeah. And so the library is actually after hours, like you said. So, so the Nomad restaurant is the library. So when the restaurant closes, that's when they open the library, but the whole time, the Nomad Bar is open, and that's across the way. So, like, that's kind of the bar of that one tower, I guess, right? And so you forget that, like, if you're not going to hang out at the bar, um, you're usually walking through there to just kind of you have dinner reservations. Right. Or you're going to a show or something like that. So, anyway, sometimes people forget about it. But I love that it was busy. And for folks that don't know, and, and maybe you mentioned this already, Nomad is a tower inside Park MGM. Right. I did not mention okay. that, so I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because some people are like, wait, what? What's the nomad? Right. <laughs> you still forget. We have so much here that it's hard to keep track of everything if you're not like living here and going to those places like we do that often. And by the way, uh, if you are 
you know, pool season is coming up on us here. Uh, the Nomad has a really great pool area too. Mm. Didn't we go there last summer? Was we that did. where we went for the party? Yeah, Mark's party. Okay, yep. that I couldn't remember. Was that park? Yeah, you're right. That was a great pool, and it's really chill. pretty. Yep, just chill, but pretty, fun. but fun. And they had like large checkers or Connect Four. They did. They had large side. drinks too. <laughs> yeah, I think we were all pretty. Slosh that day. <laughs> so to put a bow on the, the bar conversation, we visited the bar at RPM inside the forum shops at Caesars Palace, one steakhouse over at uh, Virgin Hotels, and Nomad Bar over at the Nomad, which is uh, part of Park MGM. All right. Well, we did mention that we caught up with some friends. And so here's the deal. A lot of people, we have been seeing a lot of people more and more going to see Adele. Weekends with Adele over at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Now, most of them, from what we're seeing, have big things to say about it. You may remember that she actually canceled shortly before this show was supposed to kick off for the first time a while back. Then after some time, she announced, you know, she's she's ready, she's she's coming, and she's been consistently doing shows for months now. Yeah, she has. And listen, her tickets are expensive. So the big question, when you get a ticket at a price tag like that, is it worth it? We have our friend Phil Berman on the line from Los Angeles. He just came into town last weekend to see the show. Now, Phil admits it is one of the most expensive tickets Mm -hmm. he has ever bought. So we wanted to call him up and hear about it. Phil is a producer at KCAL in Los Angeles. We work with him often. He came into town, as I mentioned, just to see Adele. Phil, I have so many questions, but first... (laughs) What's like your overall two-word reaction? Two-word reaction? I was going to say one word. Putting you on the spot here. They better be two good words. But then I felt like, oh, let's give them another word too. What about absolutely mind-blowing? Wow. (laughs) Love it. Because I was just thinking absolutely stunning. So really, so we, we had talked before you had gone to the show and you were like- We did. I've been waiting- this is probably the most expensive ticket I've ever purchased, but I'm hoping it's worth it. So what you're saying is it was worth it. 110%. What made it worth it? What was it about the whole show? I mean, I have to start by saying like, I'm not like Adele's number one fan. I just know the hits. Obviously I know she's a fantastic singer songwriter. Her voice is out of control. And I just felt like this is the ticket to get like the hottest ticket in town. So my friend, Sean, my colleague who I work with, the two of us were like, let's do it. And we went into the lottery thing with Ticketmaster back in, I think it was like August. Uh, We were selected, we got tickets um, and we're like, we'll just, we'll figure everything else out as it gets closer. So um, we get there to the venue and there's just an energy. Like, I mean, when you're at Caesars and like you're waiting in the line with like thousands of other people to get into this you know, arena and everyone, you could just feel it. Like everyone's just excited to be there and happy to be there. And it's like finally happening. Yeah. It's thousands of um, other people who have waited just like you for the show date to come. And not just as long as us, but even longer because she mentioned that our show, which was Saturday night was the final show that was rescheduled from her original residency that got canceled. Oh, okay. So it was a really special show for her that she had completed her residency requirements. Mm -hmm. And now obviously she's doing more shows, but our show was the final one that people have been waiting probably over a year for. Wow. 
Wow, that is incredible. So what did what was it like in there? I know I've seen some videos. She seems to walk the aisles a lot, interact with the crowd. What can we expect if we splurge and we go see Adele? Uh, everyone should splurge. It's a once in a lifetime thing. And she, well, I'll, I'll just basically run down the show. I mean, it's, first of all, she started about 8.15. They, there was a sign outside the door and it was like, the show starts promptly at eight o'clock. And it was like, okay, it's 8.15. Because <laughs> I think people are like outside in the lobby, getting their drinks, going to the bathroom. So mm-hmm. 8.15, she's on. It's and then it bad. was a full, no, I mean, it was a full two hours and 15 minutes. And um, like, I think she did 20 songs. Um, she starts off very simple. It's just her on the stage with a piano. And um, I mean, do you want me to give like spoilers of songs and like whatnot? Um, why not? A few of them. Yeah, we get, okay, we okay. get yelled I mean, at sometimes if there's Okay, I mean, you know, she's, you know she's going to do the hit. So she starts off with Hello, which she said before. She right. has to start off with Hello. Yep. And then she goes, she does Easy On Me. And then she does um, another song that I didn't know. But it was like just three straight piano ballads. And she just wanted to like do it just sitting on the stage, her and the piano to kind of bring the audience into like the studio with her, like the process of like recording with her and just kind of, it was, it just felt very intimate. I mean, however many people there are, it just feels like she's singing to you because it's just such a cool, Mm -hmm. intimate venue Mm -hmm. um, at Caesars. And uh, then she says, you know, don't worry, I'm going to finish my ballads and then I'm going to give you full Vegas. I'm going to give you magic. I'm going to give you surprises. And she did. She there like this, the set opens up and there's a whole band and her backup singers and everyone. Um, there's a video. I mean, everyone's seen the video online of when she does set fire to the rain yeah. and it's like raining on stage with the piano. It's like, it's a different animal when you are there in person. It's, it's beyond incredible. Like, wow. it's like, wow, this is, it's raining on stage. It's super cool. Wow. And so after set fire, they obviously have to do a set change because like the stage is soaking wet. So that's when like she goes out into the audience and like she was talking to some of the people. There was a group from Mexico and she was talking to them and then she's talking to other people and she's, you know, kind of, you you could tell she's like killing time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then like basically the piano starts and then she goes into her next song. So it was, I mean, she's literally like 30 feet from us, just like hanging out in the crowd with people. Just wild. I love that. I mean, John and I always say that's what makes it a Vegas show. There has to be something different than if you were just to go see that person like in concert. Yeah. There has to be something personal where every show is different. Yeah. And, and she like, she's just, she is everyone's best friend. I mean, she curses during the show. She has great, you know, banter (laughs) and great, like great stories between each song. Um, I mean, literally people are like screaming their heads off, you know, with lyrics. And I mean, there are like huge, I mean, the people behind me, were like they knew every single song. I mean, listen, I, I know probably half the songs. Right. Um, I mean, I know them all now because I've just listened to them because I love them all. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I went in like again, only knowing the hits, so I knew about half of what she sang. But like, it doesn't matter what she sings. Like, you could sing the phone book and I'd still listen. I mean, I told my friend Sean, I said, listen, we could be there another hour just to hear her sing whatever. I don't care. Like, we'll stay as long as she wants us to stay. Um, <laughs> right. But it, it was, y'all, it was just the, the stage and, like, the effects. And she has, oh, my God, this one part during the show, she has T-shirt cannons. Okay. And she's firing T-shirts into the crowd. <laughs> it was so absurdly funny. Did you get one? No, no, because they went up to the balcony. Oh, okay. But, like, to see Adele with T-shirt cannons, it was just <laughs> 
hysterical. I love it. Well, and I was going to say, and you just touched on this, Phil, the other uh, mark of a really good residency show, we've talked about it here on the podcast before, is that after you're done seeing that performer, you end up being a bigger fan than before you walked in the door. 100%. Yep. Sounds like you are if you've been listening to the music and stuff. So that's definitely the effect it had on you, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I have my, I mean, my favorite song of hers is uh, called Love is a Game. And um, that's what she ends with. She ends all her shows with. It's funny. She starts all her shows with Hello and she ends with Love is a Game. (laughs) And um, like, that's my favorite song of all time. And um, like, she had some in the middle that I'm just like, these are great songs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, yes, a bigger fan, of course. How could you not be? And like, we were talking, like, we don't understand how she can do this every night. I mean, like, you know, two times a week. Right. Like, the voice is, it's perfect. It's like, yeah, people have said the sound, too, because they, they recently made some upgrades they at did. the Coliseum, and the sound is very noticeable. Sean and I noticed that with another show. I can't remember if it was Brooks and Dunn or Sting that we went to. But um, it everyone keeps saying it is, like, just perfection. I mean... From the first note to the last note, it's not, I mean, it was perfection. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Phil. If you had uh, this Adele show to measure up against like a bucket list musical performance that that you have, is there anything that could top what you just saw here in Las Vegas? Like alive or dead? Alive or dead. Why not? I think if it was... Alive, there's, listen, my favorite artist is John Mayer, and it will always be, Hmm. and I've seen him in concert maybe 17 times, and so that, any of his shows for me are number one, but I, like, we were comparing them, and we said, this is probably top three, or maybe even top two concert of our lives, Mm -hmm. but I think the only thing that could top this, maybe for me, is seeing Whitney Houston in concert. Oh, Mm. yeah. I know, but I never saw Whitney. Never saw her. Regret it. Never saw her. Yeah. And that, I don't really know anyone else who has a voice Mm -hmm. that powerful. Uh, It would probably be Whitney. Well, listen, you make that happen and it would definitely (laughs) sell out like Adele. 100%. (laughs) But yeah, I'm in your boat, uh, Phil, because I like, I, I like Adele. I really enjoyed listening to her music, but I'm not her biggest fan either. So it was interesting to hear your take. And, you know, you guys struggled to get in here. It was a weekend full of weather in L.A. and Vegas, and so you had to fly instead of drive. But you feel that all was worth it. Yes, it was. We were there, you guys, 36 hours. Wow. (laughs) And it was, I mean, it was 100%. I mean, I told, again, my friend Sean at work, I said, Sean, do we sell the ticket? She goes, listen. We, we, we're like committed at this point. We have to go. Yeah. And so we made it happen. We made it happen. Oh, I'm glad you did. And we got to meet you in person. Um, we did. And you guys are so lovely. Aww. And I, all your listeners should know that you are just the <laughs> loveliest people. And we said, if we lived there, we would be friends with you because Aww. we want to hang out with you and you are the best. Oh, yeah. Well, we're just going to need to make more trips to LA mm-hmm. so that we can uh, have some <laughs> The in-person sit-downs, more happy hours. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, we enjoy being on KCAL every other Thursday morning and interacting with the crew as well. Uh, Before we go, you also took one of our food recommendations, didn't you, when you were at RPM? Okay, I ate the... First of all, anything at RPM is good. doesn't matter what you have. Um, 
because we tried everything, but I had the mama, the pandies, whatever, a bump, the some kind of sauce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Good. I haven't had it yet, but that is what Juliana recommended when we asked her what should people get. So I was curious. I haven't had it yet. It, it, you're saying it's good. It's great. And I am gluten-free, so they made it with gluten-free uh, fettuccine for me. Wow. Um, which is, and that's homemade as well. Like all their pastas are homemade, guys. Yeah. Wow. Like okay. everything. I love it. Bill, gosh, we're just going to call you every week and just get an update on <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> what else you did in Las Vegas. Well, you'll anytime. have to come back and visit us uh, for sure. Would love to. All we right. Will. And we'll see you next week on KCAL. You got it. Excellent. Thanks so much, Phil. Thanks, guys. And so that's Phil's take. Um, we have seen, gosh, one, two, three people that we know recently go. Uh, we've seen it on their Insta stories, and they always write, like, totally worth it. Uh, best show I've ever seen, best production I've ever seen, which is interesting. And it seems like everyone is not regretting buying their ticket. Not at all. I have not seen a single uh, derogatory mark against mm-hmm. Adele's show, (laughs) only glowing reviews. So, you know, that's a testament to the vision that Adele stuck to her guns with. That's for sure. Hey, a new residency is starting over at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood, and that is Keith Urban. So he's played the Coliseum many, many times, but he's moving over to Planet Hollywood, still in the Caesars family. That's right. Keith Urban Live, the Las Vegas residency, uh, is now underway over at Zappos Theater. Um, Dana and I are going to the opening night Mm -hmm. of the residency. We're recording before we go. Um, But as of right now, as you're listening, the shows (laughs) are underway. You can get your tickets now. Uh, There are several show dates throughout the month of March. There are more in June. And then one show date uh, on the calendar currently for July 1st. So basically March and June. Yeah, and I was uh, looking at the site, and I noticed there's a lot of different packages available. I think there's meet and greets, all that kind of thing. So if you are a Keith Urban fan, which I know many people are, I have friends all over the country that are always like, Keith Urban's the best live. (laughs) Uh, I've never seen him live, so I'm really looking forward to this. I can't wait to see what he's all about. I'm really looking forward to it. So I guess I'll talk about that next week. Hey, we're also going to the opening of the Beverly Theater, which is opening in downtown Las Vegas, a new independent film house. And then we'll also be heading to NASCAR on Sunday for the Pennzoil 400. And so all that stuff we'll mention next week and let you know how it was. Yeah, we've got a packed schedule coming up this weekend. Uh, Let's get to our tips. So Dana, our first tip this week is a little bit of an update uh, to an interview that we brought you last summer here on Vegas Revealed. Yeah, we went out. I remember the day. It was humid, which is very rare for Las Vegas. But we went out and interviewed the founders and owners of Halo Car. It's Halo.Car. And I think if you listen to Vegas Revealed for a long time, you may remember. If not, it was episode one. 127. Okay. Go back. There's a full interview if you want more explanation of how Halo Car works. But they started in the downtown area, and basically, you order the car and it comes to you. Okay. So it eliminates that whole having to wait in line and rent a car, or if you want to, you know, wait for an Uber. Um, sometimes the wait can be long. So this apparently comes right to you. We 
did that. It happened. We went for a ride and it's an electric vehicle, but it's like a direct to consumer order. Right. And then when you're done using the vehicle for the day, you park it in a, you know, a a parking spot. Yeah. Um, You mark that your ride is complete on the website and then they come and collect the car and take it back to headquarters. So it's really easy for consumers. Uh, But for the entire month of March, from March 3rd to March 31st, Halo.car is offering free bookings on your first... If you're a new customer, you get a free booking with Halo Car for the day. Yeah. So it's like an offer for all new users, which is smart. It'll get people to sign up, right? And start using it and realize if they like it, right? So um, what you're going to do is go to halo.car backslash book for free, spelled out. Um, This is valued at $96 for a full day. It's available for customers ordering ordering within that delivery zone. So when you go to halo.car backslash book for free, you'll be able to see the zone. And it's a complimentary reservation of up to 24 hours. And so if you want to try this out, now is the time. If you're visiting Las Vegas, if you live in Las Vegas, Order up Halo Car. It'll come right to you. It's an electric vehicle. You can use it for 24 hours. When you're done, you tell them I'm done, and it goes back on its own, back to back to the shop or back to the headquarters. I think it's really cool they're offering this. Now's the time to try it. And obviously, a free booking. You can't beat the price of that. But even looking at their full day rate of $96 for a normal booking mm-hmm. for a full day, right? That's I, I think that's pretty reasonable. It is. That's to a To really get a vehicle for a full day, that's... Not bad. No, because if you had to like order Ubers all around, if you were going to do like a lot of stops. Oh, God, yeah. Travel all around. You know what I mean? Like that would really add up. Or if you wanted to drive to the Hoover Dam for the day Mm -hmm. or, you know, do a day trip into Arizona somewhere or southern Utah, Mm -hmm. it's a good option. And you always have to add on tips. So if this comes with no one in it, car's delivered right to you. That's right. You don't tip the car. You don't tip the car. Avoid the tipping process too. (laughs) Take advantage of the free booking. I'm going to put a link in our show notes as well. So you can just go to our show notes and click and you'll be able to take a look around. Um, Sean, I was recently on the Las Vegas Morning Blend. I fill in there sometimes on the ABC affiliate here in Las Vegas. And we interviewed someone and I said, Sean, we need to tell people about this on the podcast because it's a really... Uh, cool new candle company. It's called Speak Easy Candle Company. Ooh. And it's located in Uncommons, which is also an area that's fairly new as well. It's over um, near Durango and 215 in the southwest part of Las Vegas, kind of near Ikea, Yep, near where Durango Station's going. It's got lots of cool stuff over there. There's an Earth Cafe, different shops. Well, Speak Easy Candle Company is one of the shops And Sean, one of the things that they offer, it's a store in the front, but they also offer like workshops and candle making like lessons and and sessions. That's cool. Isn't it? Yeah. So you go in, you do some candle making and what they have there is cocktail inspired candle scents. Okay. Mm. So it's like different cocktail names and it smells like that. It's a really fresh smell though. They they smell delicious. They use these wooden wicks, which apparently burn really clean and nice. Um, and then you can come back in if you make the candles there and refill your candle for 50% off. So there's a lot of things. You can sip some bubbly and set up a workshop. Um, the owner was telling us that if you 
want to book a big group, they can also get a bartender in for you to make oh, it a little, fun. little bit more elevated if you really wanted to have like a party. Yeah, drink cocktails and make cocktail scented candles. <laughs> exactly. So it's cool. It's the first one in Las Vegas. Uh, they are now open for business. So if that interests you, I know a lot of people do the kind of like the painting and sipping of wine and right, cocktails. Yep. What is that? Because it's like a, well, there's one called Pinot's Palette. Yeah, there's Pinot's palette. I think there's a board and brush, right? That has some other like kind of wood signs that you can that you can make. Yeah, so this is kind of a different thing, you know. Go with some friends, make some candles. Uh, you grab an apron. It says, "Choose your seat, pick a fragrance." They pour the bubbly, and you pour the candle. I love it. How about that? I'm in for this. I <laughs> am excited to go and make. A cocktail scented candle. Are you surprised by that? <laughs> no. You had me at cocktail. Yeah, I know, right? That's all we need is for you to burn these candles in your house and entice you more to go to the fridge. <laughs> I'll put a link to this business as well in the show notes because I do want people to be able to find it. Or go to the Vegas Near Me app and you can find it in there. Don't Download that for free. Use our Vegas Revealed link. That's in our show notes as well. Um, they have, you know, anywhere and everywhere... If it's fun to do or see in this app. So it's a great resource. Yeah, 16,000 businesses, attractions, restaurants listed in there. Um, so it is a terrific resource to have right in your pocket to help guide you through your Las Vegas experience. Uh, that's it for this week. I know. And we have a lot coming up. It's definitely a busy time in Las Vegas. March is looking packed. Pool season is here now really because march is when it kicks off it is but it's still snowing i know <laughs> for now <laughs> all this this will run on a saturday so maybe it won't be anymore i don't know but the snow will definitely be in the mountains right it will you can ski up in the mountains and then you can go to the pool there down, you go down here in the valley that's what we like about las vegas have a great week everyone the desert sky is cold